Hey everybody, welcome to the Bonsai Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. I'm your host, Tyler. And today we are talking about Demon Slayer. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah, the, uh, so, so we had another episode that we had recorded that was supposed to go out, and I deleted it. Which episode was that? Trigon. No! That was a good I episode. Know, it, was, it was a really good episode. It, it, like, that, that was a... You guys are never gonna, you're never gonna hear it. You're never gonna hear it. That's, the only people who got to hear it were the ones who were here. You, the, you can the, hear my half. Sure. Yeah. If <laughs> you want to throw upload, up your half of the audio, we can upload half the audio. Yeah, you, you'll get two minutes of Tyler speaking every forty-five minutes. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, Trigon, I talk a lot because I know a lot about Trigon. You did. You did. Um. But yeah. So here's so what that we should sucks. do. You should respond to my audio. And record your audio again. <laughs> that sounds incredibly uh, strenuous and and a pain in the ass. It'd be pretty um, funny though. Right. Pretty funny. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, if 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 we get if we get five patrons from this podcast, they have to say they hey, have to specifically I'm here message from- and say yeah. Yeah, I'm here from the Demon Slayer podcast. Then I will do what Tyler just said. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so that's it. Uh, you 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 buy that podcast and it'll come out uh, one way or another. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so today uh, we're going to be talking about Demon Slayer, uh, and I am on a time limit, so we kind of got to get right into it. Um, also, fun little thing uh my therapist says i have insomnia okay yay unsurprising (laughs) yeah um so (laughs) can can we just say though mike fucking messages me at 2 a.m my time saying dude are you alive and i'm like yeah why what's up why why are you awake and he's like oh it's 5 (laughs) a.m just talking about fucking insomnia (laughs) So, yeah, like I went to bed at like midnight because I'm trying to fix my sleep schedule again. And I woke up and I I looked at the fucking clock and I was like, five, dude, I slept until fucking five. What the fuck? Like, why didn't Tyler like message me to yell at me about not showing up for the fucking podcast? And then uh, that, well, it was 5 a.m. So, (laughs) yeah, that's that's part of apparently that's part of insomnia is um it's like it's got some technical term but like waking up early feeling like you're ready to fucking go um is like part of it uh so i've been dealing with that lately same thing happened today but i actually knew it was 5 a.m because it happened yesterday so i was like fuck um and i tried to go back to bed and i did anyway Good job. all right so demon slayer uh tyler what what is your relationship with demon slayer we've both gotten into it you haven't read it i haven't read right? it uh, i've watched the entire show uh at least twice now um that's season one the movie in season two yes okay uh yeah because the movie's integral to the mm-hmm. to the plot yeah the movie yeah. has important plot points that like you will miss in fact they they took the movie uh and added extra scenes and turned it into a seven episode like mini series oh no kidding uh-huh so you can go if you go onto like crunchyroll or funimation or wherever uh, it's the same fucking thing now, right? Uh, if you go on yes. there, you can find the, there's season one, then there's the Mugen Train arc, and it's seven episodes, and then you can go down to the Entertainment District arc. Yeah, which uh, honestly, I think, in my opinion, I think is the best 
uh, Demon Slayer they've put out so far. I really enjoyed the entertainment it's arc quite a bit. Dumb fun, and it's really funny because yeah. I just wrote a script about how it's completely pointless. <laughs> well, it I, so it it is, and then it isn't because like basically like it kind of sets the stage for what to expect going forward with the show. Um, but you don't know that unless you've read the manga. So so. Demon Slayer came out um, right when we started the channel. It was like I our believe. third or fourth. No, no, it wasn't that early, but it was it was real early on. Uh, we yeah. we made we we were ahead of the curve, Mike. We were way ahead of we were, we were, we were so far ahead of the curve ahead. that nobody fucking cared. Yeah, uh, that was that's the craziest thing about our Demon Slayer video is like yeah. we put it out after episode two came out. Oh, was that it? I thought it was yeah. four. It might have been four, but like, we were very early. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "This is gonna be fucking huge," and we put out a video, and nobody fucking it, watched it. Was it was our ninth video, and at that point, we were doing two videos, or we were doing a video a week. So, uh-huh. and we had two at the very beginning, so that was our eighth week. So, within the first two months. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, it was a pretty good video. Like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I was like, I was like calling it. I was calling it, dude. Oh, I yeah. was like, this is going to be huge. We said, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You said in the fucking video, this is going to be the top anime this season, which it was. Yep. yep. Uh, I don't remember exactly what else we said. You can find it on the channel. It's got a good thumbnail. I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, God damn, that's a nice looking thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I think, I think, so what it was for me is like to, to basically explain the show um, slash manga, uh, it's, it's basically about a really kind boy whose entire family like i mean spoilers for like the first episode (laughs) you know like if you haven't fucking watched demon slayer if you are listening to an anime podcast and you have not watched or read demon slayer what are you doing we can't help you like what where have you been for the past what four years now like three yeah 2019 yeah, I, and even before that, I mean, the manga, the, manga, yeah. the manga was like three quarters of the way done by the time the show came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, it's just it's, it's this really kind boy. Um, he's living in the Taisho period, I believe, which is like the early, you know, 1920s. Um, so like Japan has, you know, trains like that kind of technology. They, but they have but it's still lights. very rural, rural primarily well yeah where he's from yeah yeah i mean you know it, it wasn't until after world war ii that they really started like building buildings that weren't made out of wood uh-huh. you know like i mean part of the reason that um you know so many people died in the tokyo bombings were was because tokyo was made out of fucking wood right uh so when when the americans firebombed it uh it you know everything burned real nice um but anyway so this is a uh, this it's it's interesting it's an interesting setting. We haven't really seen a lot of uh anime or manga that's set in the Taisho period. 1920s Japan isn't really a time that a lot of people kind of want to talk about uh specifically because it was a time period where like we're kind of like ramping up to the Japanese being the fucking Far East Nazis, mm-hmm. um, which they really were. Like, like you know, a lot of people don't... It, I mean, weebs don't want to talk about the negative aspects of Japan. Um, there are many, mm-hmm. and one of them was the early 
20th century uh, Japan because they they came from they came from the late 1800s. Uh, they opened up the borders and started modernizing uh, by like the 19 early, early 1900s. They were able to go to war with Russia and stalemate them, which is fucking nuts. Like this, this country that was like, I mean, they were, they were all sword like swords and muskets, you know, up until this point. And, and the, the rush, the Sino Russian uh, war was a Sino Japanese war was like bloody as fuck. It was like super brutal. It was, you know, when people saw that war, they were like, the next big war is going to be fucking awful. And then it was, uh, world war one was terrible, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like once machine guns really entered the fucking picture, uh, it was, it was, yeah. So, um, turns out machine guns bad. Yeah. So, so 19, 1920s Japan, um, there, you know, there's this little, this young boy who's living with his family out in the woods. It's, you know, his brothers and sisters he's got quite a few, um, and they're just like a happy little family. And, you know, he stays out a little too late selling charcoal, right? Like that's his deal. He was selling charcoal. Yeah. Um, yeah. His, his entire family is like a family of charcoal salesmen. He goes into town cause he's the eldest son, mm-hmm. uh, and his father is gone. Right. So, yep. He, he has the, the primary strength, so he hauls a bunch of charcoal uh, into town, sells it to a bunch of people. Everybody's, like, opening the door and being like, oh, Tanjiro, finally! It's cold as yep. balls in here! Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then he stays a little too late, and one of the elderly people is like, hey, just stay here tonight. Uh, don't don't walk back while it's dark. Yeah, because it's dangerous. Yeah. You know, for, for some reason, it's dangerous. So... So the next day, like Tanjiro heads home and walks into an absolute fucking bloodbath. His entire family is fucking murdered. His little brothers and sisters are completely torn apart. Uh, it's like fucking metal as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, his like mom I was like, is oh, dead, like, and it's yeah, like, I, and I like, think like hunched over protecting one of his younger siblings. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a shit it's, show. It's brutal, dude. Like, like I was like, oh, fuck. Like this show's got teeth, you know? And then, um, he notices that like uh, his sister, like one of his sisters had gotten away. So he tracks her down and she's uh, been turned into a demon. Um, but like he manages to reach the humanity that's like inside of her and stop her from like killing him. Uh, and then she fights another the demon that like killed the or I don't fucking remember exactly how it went. But basically like another demon showed up, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't I don't I don't remember I don't remember. Uh, it's been a while. Um, it's kind of besides the point. Basically, from then on, Tanjiro decides that you know he's gonna get revenge for you know his entire family being fucking massacred and become a swordsman. Um, so he goes to train with the Demon Slayer Corps, which I don't remember. I know it's a secret. It's like a secret society of of swordsmen. Yeah, um, yeah, they don't. They, they they lurk in the shadows. They they're sort of like Assassin's Creed, you know. They lurk in the shadows. They protect the people. Uh, right. Only instead of having a hidden blade, they have very very obvious uh, Nietzsche and katanas. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're like they're like QAnoners. They they lurk in the shadows <laughs> <laughs> and think they're and protect the people from the from the fucking cabal but but they're actually um, right about the joking. conspiracy yeah but they're actually <laughs> doing something yeah 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 they're actually right about the conspiracy there actually is a conspiracy in uh, in this world um 
and they fight with swords not fucking keyboards Mm -hmm. uh and on 4chan yep so anyway um so it's like after the first two episodes came out um i was like this is fucking cool i'm gonna read the manga um so that's what i did like i i I picked up the manga i read all the way up to um, where it stopped immediately i was like mm-hmm. this is fucking cool right because it i mean it has kind of a, it has a little bit of a kenshin energy to it you know i, I actually uh, takes like place vividly about- remember for whatever reason i vividly remember that time period where you were like i'm picking up this manga like tomorrow and then right afterwards you were like dude the the art is really fucking good <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, I don't know if I said that about Demon Slayer because the art really isn't. Oh, that I thought you good. really liked like, the broad strokes of it. I mean, there the are some dark. parts. There, I, I, we, you might be remembering Jujutsu Kaisen. Because Jujutsu mm. Kaisen is fucking gorgeous. Like, the art for Jujutsu Kaisen is amazing. Um, I think that was, that might have been because I also picked up Jujutsu Kaisen right afterwards. Uh, like right after I saw the first couple episodes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but Demon Slayer. So, so we're gonna get into this whole like weirdness with Demon Slayer and the way that Demon Slayer works. Uh, so uh, to start off with some fun facts. Um, so Demon Slayer, uh, Kimets no Yaiba. So it's either Kimetsu or Kimets no Yaiba. Mm. Um, I've never really gotten a full uh pronunciation for that. I don't know because like it's K-I-M-E-T-S-U. So like when you say tsunami, you don't say tsunami. You know what I mean? But I guess maybe commits commits. I don't fucking know. Anyway, it means Blade of Demon Destruction in a direct translation is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Koyoharu Gotoge. Uh, And as of February 2021, the or 2021 sorry the manga has had over 150 million copies in circulation including digital copies making it the ninth best-selling manga series of all time which is asinine fucking insane like we're talking about it hasn't been uh, out that long (laughs) no i mean i don't i don't actually have the date uh that gotoge started writing that for some reason um i mean it couldn't have been it was a little bit after it was after 2015 um because uh his last one shot was published in 2015 so it was it was probably around 2016 2017 that demon slayer started coming out um but like i i guarantee you it wasn't until the anime that it blew up you know like Mm -hmm. i like the anime i i know the anime brought not only just like people into the manga, but I think it brought people into manga for the first time because they were just like, I'm not fucking waiting for this to like come out. It's that good. Um, which is funny because like, yeah, anyway. All right. So, um, yeah, ninth best selling manga series of all time. We're talking a, a genre that includes Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Fist of the North Star, like fucking everything, dude. It's the ninth best-selling manga series of all time in less than ten years. It took less than ten years to make that much fucking money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, ridiculous. Um, so uh, Gotoge-san uh, was included as uh, in Phenoms in Time's annual first list of 100 most influential people, making uh, him the first manga artist to receive that achievement. 
um, which also crazy. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the fact that Gotoge was included in the list of 100 most influential people before, you know, Oda mm-hmm. f- fucking or, you know, like any of that, anybody who worked in manga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I Insane. mean, uh, w- w- yeah, like uh, like uh, Rumiko Takahashi, uh, fucking um, like like Watsuki, fucking uh, Dragon Ball guy. Like yeah, like I, I don't know why his name isn't coming to my fucking head right now. Even uh, though I have like a show so many books from him. Regardless, like this the yeah, Demon Toriyama. Slayer <laughs> Toriyama. Yeah, the the Demon Slayer phenomenon is is fucking insane. Um, so Gotoge mentioned that, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Naruto, Bleach, and, uh, Gintama are influences to, uh, it says their work. Um, and this is, this is an interesting thing. Uh, so Gotoge is like notoriously, um, fucking anonymous basically. So I don't, I don't actually know, um, if Gotoge is a man or a woman, uh, or if Koyoharu, uh, Gotoge is actually their name. So, um, you, you, you just, you never know with manga artists or a lot of them are very secretive. Yeah, like people like people like Shigeru Miyamoto and um, fucking Death Stranding dude uh, are like outliers. You know, they like most people in Japan who get super duper famous just want to be left alone, especially if they're a manga artist, because it's still looked at as like what a loser. You know, <laughs> like like most of the people like in Japanese society are like, oh, you draw like cartoons, like what a fucking nerd. Uh, and that's been like a that's been a thing for a very long time. What did we just watch? Uh, what was that movie called that we watched with the Patreon? Oh, uh, fuck. Um, shit, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. It is it Spring the, and Chaos. That's what it is. Spring and Chaos. So Spring and Chaos is something you'll only be able to find on YouTube. I don't necessarily recommend checking it out, yep, but yep. Uh, if you do, like it'll show you that. <laughs> yeah, it'll show you that even back in the early 1900s, uh, drawing manga was looked down upon. Um, I just read uh, No Longer Human, which was a retelling by Junji Ito of the life of a giant piece of shit uh human being who was also like a famous author and manga artist and he was looked down upon for his manga art um but also because he was a terrible alcoholic and heroin addict um but anyway like the, the whole point is that a lot of these people don't want to be publicly known as manga artists even though they're fucking filthy rich mm-hmm. like gotoge must be filthy filthy disgusting fucking rich off of one manga it, it, off of God, his first so serialized cool. work so fucking crazy yeah because he hadn't done or they hadn't done anything before this except for a couple one shots and i did look into the one shots um and and read a couple of them and there are all all of them are very demon slayer it's it's like that's that's what gotoge has done it's just like demon slayer you know it's Mm -hmm. they're like demon slayer prototypes yeah i can't remember the name Um, of the first one but it's like the basis for demon slayer yeah and and it's it's interesting um that he or they fucking say that jojo naruto bleach and gintama are influences on their work when like i don't see any of that in anything uh in demon slayer yeah especially (laughs) not jojo 
like maybe a little bit of Naruto because it's just a bunch of kids running around with swords. But mm-hmm. like I just you know Gintama is basically a fucking uh, a gag show kind of. I don't I don't really know. I haven't. I know there there are people out there that are absolutely obsessed with Gintama, but like I just don't fucking know that much about it. I've watched like twenty five episodes. Um, they don't really seem to flow together very much. And Bleach, like I don't. I I guess Bleach would be the most. Yeah. Um, you know, because they're like, you know, they're out like fighting spirits and stuff like that with swords and they all have like sword powers, but even still like bleach was also kind of like, uh, I mean, it was done by, uh, I mean, K- Kubo, right? That, that, that was a guy's name. Uh, um, Tite, uh, wait, Tite yeah, Kubo. yeah, Tite Kubo. Yeah. yeah. Dude, somebody said that, uh, defying all like logic of japanese pronunciation his name is actually pronounced tight <laughs> i don't know if that's true or not that's i don't so know funny. if that's a meme but, but it wouldn't uh, surprise me anyway kuba I, I just wanted to show you something really cool speaking of demon slayer because because we're working on a demon slayer video not for us for for somebody else uh and i was like you know like this ai artwork thing has become a phase you know what i'm talking about yeah you yeah can, i know exactly what okay. you're talking so yeah about. yeah you can put in like a uh uh, you can put in a, 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 a like a setting or, or suggestion, suggestion, kind of, and then the yeah. AI will create art based off of what you suggest. I was wondering if we could use that for thumbnails and make something really unique. I was thinking that too, actually, because Devin was telling me about it. Because this is a huge emergency in the art scene, mm. like basically. So, so to while Tyler like brings this up, uh, basically, uh, they have created artificial intelligence programs that can create art um and it's fucking really good mm-hmm. <laughs> and it takes like no time it's just like boop here's like here's like a fucking da vinci painting yeah. basically that is completely unique um uh, and Ludwood it's, actually it's, made a really interesting video he, he did a, a game where he had his chat guest via poll uh between two images which one was a famous painting and which one was an ai made painting yeah, nobody could, nobody fucking knew, except for like, unless he had like an art freak in there. You know uh, well, I mean, I like, mean, like it, it's it's based on mass polling, you know. So five thousand people vote from his yeah. chat. They got it primarily right because people could figure out which one it was, and there's a chat of people telling people what to vote for. But it, 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 as somebody just watching it, I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, as somebody who like doesn't know dick about like fine art. You know, it's it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. so did you post the thing? Or? Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, what I was going to say was I've been looking. I've been basically typing in different Tanjiro uh, suggestions. So, like, this is Tanjiro uh, from Demon Slayer with a flaming sword. Okay. <laughs> Looks pretty cool. It's a little more. It's a, yeah, it's a little more Avatar. Yeah. Like Avatar The Last Airbender. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that you can just do that. In like two minutes, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's that's that's fucking. And nuts. I got a, I got uh, a crazy one. Uh, check check out this Tandra. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's fucking isn't that dope. awesome? Yeah, I was thinking that this would be really like easy, like good to use for videos. You know, like if we mm-hmm. needed like just something to put on screen. Uh, because like one of I mean, it's great for YouTube. It's terrible for artists. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like normally, something that we would have to hire somebody for. We can just be like, uh, Tanjiro sits on rock, and like we get 
basically to narrow down a bunch of options. Oh, we'd like this one, blah, 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 blah. And then you edit that one a little bit, like through words. Again, you don't have to have any talent. Um, and these programs will just make this stuff. So it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, also, and amazing for like, merch. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, amazing yeah. for that. You can also evolve them too. So you'll use the previous image as a starting image and then you can tweak it. So like I have Tanjiro from Demon Slayer with Flaming Sword. Let's add like in a forest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at sunset. Yeah. Right. It's, it's and then I'll. I'll this is terrifying. Yeah, it's it's absolutely terrifying, but also amazing. <laughs> yep. And the uh, yeah, it's it's fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, post that post that when you yeah, when you yeah got it's, it. it's so, running. Um, a little bit, a little bit of information about uh, Gotoge. So in 2013, they debuted. Uh, de- sorry, they debuted in the 70th Jump Treasure Newcomer Manga Award with the one-shot work Kagadi Uh I Actually, fucked it up. That more. is the one. That's the one that's very much <laughs> like. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> but still, I mean, you get the it like. Kind of got get more the, anime, like. Yeah, it did get more anime and less <laughs> painting. Um, I wish there was a way that we could post this for people who are watching. It, it's really kind of indescribable without just seeing it. Yeah, uh, and one of them came out like an old school Japanese painting. Mm-hmm. Like I'd buy a shirt with that on it. Yeah, and Easy. you can. That, that's the other thing is I don't know what the legality is of using something that is AI created in terms of it like copyright. On- you know, there's no copyright. There's you cannot copyright it because it, it doesn't exist in any other form except for the what you got. Like this kit is not something that can be recreated. You know what I mean? Like the, the program will make something different every time. So every one of these is always going to be a unique work of fucking art. Right. Uh, but I don't think I own the copyright of it just because I put in the suggestion. Right. But nobody else owns the copyright of it either. And there's no tag on it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. even if you were even worried about that, you could just change the 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 tag on the uh, picture that you downloaded or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you buy this uh, program, you know, then yeah, you fucking own whatever you make. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, so it's 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 weird. Um, but yeah, so uh, he uh won or uh, he debuted in the seventieth Jump Treasure Newcomer Manga Awards with a one shot work uh Kagari Gari. That's the one that's very 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 similar to Demon Slayer. Um, they were born in Fukuoka Prefecture, Japan, which is located on the island of Kyushu. So Kyushu is the far southern section of Japan. Um, so like if Japan looks like California, this would be like the the san diego la kind of part of of japan um down there the island is very mountainous um and it's it's most active volcanic region um which also has its most active volcano mount also um there's also numerous areas of hot springs uh one thing that's interesting about kyushu is that it's the home of the liberal democratic party uh which sounds cool uh, but it turns out that the LDP is usually associated with conservatism and Japanese nationalism, which is not cool. Uh, Definitely because, less cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, so, you know, we're here, the Liberal Democratic Party. I mean, if we had a Liberal Democratic Party, it would be all about, you know, just being chill and like legalizing weed out there. It's like, you know, it's like QAnoners, basically, <laughs> you know, like, like fucking, uh, you know, the the worst kind of Japanese people, um, the ones that hate foreigners and uh, want to, you know, basically like keep 
keep women um, very uh, passive and, uh, you know, in the kitchen whatnot, serving them tea. Uh, so Fukuoka Prefecture faces the sea on three sides, which sounds really nice. Um, and it's, uh, as of April 2012, 18% of the land area of the prefecture was de designated as natural parks. So again, um, you know, the Fukuoka city, it doesn't say exactly where Gotoge is from other than the prefecture, but the city is a, is a, named Fukuoka is a really big city. But uh, this does sound like a really beautiful area of Japan with a lot of, you know, mountains, hiking, natural hot springs, which you can kind of see that reflected in the uh, the rural nature of Demon Slayer. And I always think it's important to go into like where these people are actually from. Um, and Fukuoka, it does include the two largest cities on Kyushu, which is Fukuoka and Kita Kyushu, uh, and much of Kyushu's industry. It also includes a number of small islands near the north coast of Kyushu. So, um, Gotoge's uh, go one-shots, um, obviously there's Kagarigari, which is 2013, there's Monju Shiro Kyodai, uh, which was published in Jump Next in 2014, and then uh, Sun, which uh, was in 2014, published in Weekly Shonen Jump, and um, Hainiwa no Zigzag, one shot published in Weekly Shonen Jump in 2015. Um, so the manga itself is... <laughs> I was going to Go say on. okay. <laughs> I was going to say okay, uh, and then I realized that okay sounds very close to mid, um, and I know that uh, everybody is fucking sick of, of things being called mid, but like, I can't really think of a better definition for Demon Slayer, the manga. It, it is... It's decent. It's right down the middle. You know what I mean? It's not Naruto... It's not Bleach, it's not One Piece, but it's also not, like, a shithole. Yeah, it, uh, like the filibuster says it does basic shonen pretty well. Yeah, I would say I would say it does basic shonen very well. Um, but it's still it's still basic shonen, you know? Like, it, it hits all the pieces that you need, but there's nothing that I would say specifically about the manga that is absolutely exceptional. Um, I think the story starting out is very interesting and it draws the audience in well uh, you know the the absolute murdering of an entire family uh, it, especially children it's is, really you know, well done at the very beginning the the plot progresses really smoothly it's very obvious why tanjiro is doing what he's doing you know like it, it makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense and you totally get it, and you're like, yeah, you you get that sword to kill the demon baddies. Yeah, and and then, like, after that, I think it was, like, the episode where Tanjiro is out on his own for the first time, and is kind of, like, walking through this, like, field uh, with, like, Nezuko on his back, because, like, he brings his sister with him. Um, she's kind of, like... She's like a, a burden and also like a really helpful per, like character because he has to carry her. Uh, she can't be out in the sunlight. That's part of the issue. That's part of the things with the demons. Sunlight kills them. So they have that like vampire type, you know, mm -hmm. like deal going on with them. And um, 
but she also like makes him kind of look bad. Like if people don't understand that she's a good demon, right? You know, like that doesn't exist until now. Yeah. She's the only one that's ever been like that. Um, but I think it was that episode that I was like, I don't think I want to watch the anime anymore because this is fucking boring. You know, like um, it was the episode where like he gets pulled down into the pool, you know, like the puddle or something like that. Uh, I was like, it was like this, this got boring all of a sudden. Like, you know, I was really enjoying the leading up to, you know, him getting his sword and like becoming part of the Demon Slayer core. And then, yeah, like I think the the story kind of trails off after that for a little while until it comes back together for like the spider demons um because even even the the house uh where i think it was the first time that um you're gonna have to remind me of the characters names lightning boy and pig boy oh uh, uh so inosuke is pig boy uh mm-hmm. and then uh, uh zenitsu is uh lightning zenitsu and inosuke okay cool cool so so yeah, um, and that's another interesting thing about about this series is that like when Inosuke and Zenitsu and Tanjiro are together, it feels really good. Um, yeah, they're, they're a funny trio. Yeah, yeah, especially Zenitsu. Zenitsu is a really funny character. He can be very fucking annoying. I remember when I was reading him in the comic, I was like, oh man. Yeah, he can be I don't super know how annoying. He's gonna be Inosuke is always funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Inosuke is super funny. Um, so, like, I don't remember... Have they gotten into Inosuke's backstory in the show yet? Really, the only thing we know is he came from a mountain. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so I'm not going to spoil any of that for anybody. Um, but, yeah, so so Inosuke is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful boy uh, who, like, he's so... He's very feminine-looking um, and, like, has, like, really pretty eyes. Uh, but he is, like incredibly brash and crass and like he talks like this like you know he's like he's kind of like if you put like alex jones voice in a japanese boy mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and the, he always wears uh the head of a boar um and he uses two swords that are like chipped all the shit the, and, like, the, yeah they're serrated yeah well so he breaks them yeah like anytime he gets new swords like he deliberately like breaks them on rocks yeah so but, that but yeah he they're breaks serrated them into a serrated pattern yeah yeah and and the the, the the way that um the way that like the 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 there's kind of superpowers but there's it, but it's not actually superpowers so this is something that a lot of people don't don't really know is that like especially when you when you see it in the in the anime Um, like the flame swords, like the flame that's coming out or the water that's coming out, the lightning that's coming out. That's not that that's visual flare. It's not actually happening. It's just to, it's just like visual flare on the attacks. So, so they all use breathing techniques, Mm -hmm. right? And the, the breathing techniques have like certain forms and basically it's supposed to, you know, it's used to like help your circulation and your, you know, attention span and your stamina and everything like that. Um, and they're all named after like certain elements or certain things like i'm pretty sure there's like one guy that can use like snake breathing <laughs> and like inosuke uses I think it's beast like breathing poison breathing or something maybe i don't fucking know yeah something like that you know i mean i'm sure it sounds way cooler in japanese Probably. but like so so these breathing techniques come with moves i obviously most of us know at this point that martial arts for 
the most part is kind of a dance, you know, like if you ever look into videos uh, like me where you just like, I just want to watch some people do Shaolin Kung Fu um, and you just watch it. It's like, it's, I mean, it's a lot of people like doing like dance moves, like handstands, headstands, you know, big jumps, kicks and running up walls and do backflips and stuff like that. You know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's apparently a martial there's art. A flower breathing and love breathing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So insect breathing, you know, serpent breathing, moon breathing, stone breathing. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it the idea is that like you know each one of the each one of the characters that uses this kind of breathing is kind of represented by their personalities and stuff mm-hmm. like um you know uh Zenitsu is uh he's very hyperactive he's he's very nervous you know and he uses this lightning breathing the funny part is that the only time he can use it is when he's like unconscious yeah so he, he like he basically like, like blacks out Basically. Yeah, well, it's kind of. It's more like he panics into a state of comatose, and in that state of comatose, his body takes over, like his training takes over, and he's able to be a fucking badass. You know, well, but it's I, I like think it, he's sleeping though because he often has like a bubble coming out of his nose. You know, again, again, I think that's like an, uh, something they added in flair in the anime. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up um, really where, quick. I'm curious. Yeah, because a lot of the time he freaks the fuck out. He until I mean, he, he like, always loses his shit and passes out. Yeah. out. yeah. Um, and uh, the filibuster added that uh, a lot of a lot of the breathings are offshoots of the main elements, which is like, again, fire, water, uh, lightning, etc. So um, that's kind of in, in the in the idea is, is that you need to be able to have this intense kind of focus in order to kill the demons because the demons are built like brick shit houses uh and the only way to kill them is to slice all the way through their neck and um i don't remember if they have like a hardening thing like attack on titan titans do but i know it's very difficult generally to slice through the neck of a demon especially depending on yeah how powerful the demon is yeah their skin is just harder than it should be (laughs) right because of their strength in general yeah and the demons i mean they just they eat humans like that's the idea Mm -hmm. behind it Right. Yeah. So so it's again with with the setting being a little bit more modern, um, but the story kind of being something that you would expect out of like the Sengoku Jidai or, you know, the Edo period. um, It it does have a it does have a really cool kind of like iconoclastic um, like feeling to it. Uh, But again, the manga itself, uh, the 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 art is okay. Um, there's sometimes when it's it's pretty good. Um, the storytelling is okay. There's sometimes when it's pretty good. Um, but then the anime came out. first episode just got me to just be i i need to i need to this is this is next fucking thing dude like demon slayer's gonna be huge um this is like it's not only like it's gorgeous and part of that entirely that is thanks to ufo table you might call it ufotable i don't give a fuck i don't call uh ufo uh researchers ufologists i call them ufologists uh it's i'm sure in japanese they call it ufotobolu you know uh, but like 
whatever. Uh, the whole reason that it's called uh, UFO Table is because I think like the guy who runs it was like in France one time and he saw a table and he was like, oh, the table kind of looks like a UFO. That's a great name. You know, <laughs> UFO Table, right? You know, and then that they went with it. Um, but uh, yeah, UFO Table is uh, an animation studio which was founded in October 2000 by former staff of TMS Entertainment, uh, subsidiary of Telecom Animation Film, and located in Suginami, Tokyo. Uh, they are um, fucking incredibly talented. Uh, they you probably know them from talented. yeah, like like you likely know them from Fate uh, Zero, Fate Stay Night. Um, they've done a lot of work on the fate franchise, which is something we might talk about like in 10 years, uh, because that shit is fucking <laughs> when, ridiculous. When we run out of everything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like fate is, fate is like, you want to talk about like, like people used to be like, Oh, the Zelda timeline is so confusing. We, we will do a Zelda episode. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the Zelda timeline is so confused. Fate makes Zelda look like a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Makes it look like, like a footnote on like a mountain of documents. Um, but as somebody who, uh, did watch, uh, fate stay night and fate zero back in the day, um, I will say that the animation was fucking fantastic and they do use a mix of CGI and, and, regular animation um which they do in a way where it never looks like it's cgi it looks amazing uh, all the time yeah yeah the the colors are off the wall um it is explosive it is dramatic it is like the fights are like some of the best fights you'll ever see a lot of that was done I mean, again, that's that's why second season uh, of the Entertainment District, like I thought the Entertainment District arc was so fucking good because like they just keep up in the fucking game, dude. Like every time you think this show can't get better looking, it just gets better looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the f- and final episode of uh, the Entertainment arc was beautiful. Yeah, it made yeah. it made episode nineteen from uh, the first season look like a fucking joke, and that's not easy to do. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it, like it's it really is uh, next level. I mean, like you know, a lot of and and for a shonen anime, um, I mean, the only thing that I think could be comparable would be something like Attack on Titan, which Attack on Titan uh, is something that we'll get into one day, but. Um, you know the the studios who did the first couple seasons or the studio that did the first couple seasons of attack on titan literally like almost killed themselves doing it yeah and they put everything uh, that they possibly could into it that's a wit studio w- uh was it wit studio that did the first couple seasons yeah i thought it was uh not mondo i thought it was, i thought uh wit was no because did, who was the one who took out like over and everybody was upset about season four i don't remember anyway um this is this is a demon slayer episode but yeah so like <laughs> like um mappa that's that's no, was it that's mappa? who it was mappa i think mappa was either the one who started with no the, uh, the anime television series over. was produced by wit studio seasons one through three and mappa for season four mappa took over season four yeah. okay and the thing was is that mappa couldn't like mappa just couldn't fucking do it um you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Mappa couldn't couldn't match what Wit had done. Um, but anyway, so so 
UFO table creates this this new like paradigm basically of shonen animation where back when we were kids, you know, I mean, like when you're talking about uh Dragon Ball, you know, like all Dragon Ball looked the same. Basically, there was very 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 little uh like extra animation in Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. Um Roroni Kenshin, same deal. Like pretty much anything that took place, you know, somewhere between like 1984 and 1999 that wasn't an OVA or a movie. Like they were just putting it out. So so with Naruto, you started to get um, some Sakuga here and there. And it, it was, for me, like, I remember watching Naruto and being like, oh, shit. Like, what happened? You know, like, the, the fight between Naruto and Sasuke, like, that first fight is, like, so gorgeously done. Like, the animation is just, like, it's, like, fluid and snappy. And, like, you really, like, see those punches. And, like, when Naruto gets, like, kicked in the face and is he's got kicked so hard that he's scooting over the water like a skipping stone you know it's like it's done so beautiful and and it's almost like every episode of demon slayer is that you know mm-hmm. like every, it's like it's like 90 percent sakuga um especially when there's a fight going on yeah and the, uh, the a second lot of that, season over half the season is a fight yeah yeah which is which is so fun um so it it's just it's interesting to see a sh- like in in wild again because the the art in the manga like i said is very uh, understated i would say uh, like not a lot sticks out character design is interesting um but there's also a lot of like uh you know um body distortion and stuff like that like you know horror. like super super no no just like super distorted oh, okay. uh like chibi chibi style oh, stuff okay. like you know the reason that people don't like anime mm-hmm. you know why i would say don't watch full metal alchemist for your first anime because if you if you think you don't like anime full metal alchemist is going to turn you on or turn you off because it's got a lot of that like ghost coming out of somebody's mouth because the joke hits so hard you know or like uh people falling on their faces for no reason um because somebody said something dumb like that kind of shit like like people look at anime and they're like it's dumb because of that you know um if you don't like the if you don't like that kind of shit like you know there's a lot of that in in the demon slayer uh manga not so much in the anime so i think that in the anime community at the time demon slayer was kind of like started to become the talk of the town um and then i think it converted a lot of people who were like on the anime edge um including people uh like fucking ninja ninja (laughs) yeah like i will never forget when ninja tweeted that like demon slayer is the best anime of all time i guarantee you he watched like demon slayer and like cowboy bebop yeah or like sword art online (laughs) yeah 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 sword art online some dumb shit like ninja is such a piece of fucking garbage um like i hate fucking people like him you know that he's like the type of like he like won't stop hate speech and he has the dumbest walk yeah oh yeah 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 <laughs> but the time he walked by us he's like fucking like strutting like this he, dude like, has oh the God, biggest dude. strut 
of anybody yeah. I've ever seen. I mean, it's amazing yeah. he wasn't falling over. And he's all legs, too, which just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just such a fucking prick. And, like, he's so in love with himself. And, like, he, he has rules. Like, he won't stop hate speech in his in his uh, streams because, you know, oh, well, that would, like, you know, that would fracture my audience. And he will never stream with a woman because, you know, he just doesn't want to tell his audience, like, not to be mean to girls. Like... It's just so fucking like fuck that guy, uh, but yeah. So when he when he tweeted that out and everybody was like, oh, you know, like a, a legion of impressionable children were like, oh my god, Ninja said this is the best thing ever. It must be the best thing ever, and it is very good. You know that the anime is so fucking good. Um, I mean, in a visual, visually, mm-hmm. it's it's gorgeous. You know, not every episode is like, yeah, this is the coolest episode, but like. Um, I don't remember what it was that I was listening to uh, or watching, but like they were talking about the the earlier arc with the house, right? So Tanjiro, oh yeah, yeah, with uh, the, Zinitsu, with the uh, drum demon, the drums, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Inosuke, they enter this house, and um, part of, like it's possessed kind of by this fucking demon, and by like hitting the drum, the demon can change rooms around you know turn things upside down all sorts of stuff like that yeah in the manga change the orientation of of the rooms and and attack with like invisible claws yeah yeah and in the manga it's very it doesn't translate you know what i mean like it like in the manga it's like oh this house is like kind of weird oh no it's upside down like oh no this room doesn't go into this room everybody's running around but in the anime it's like this like it's not it's visual it's oral it's like you know the it's just this amazing yeah amazing it really is like they they turned what was boring honestly uh, just kind of like a monster of the week footnote into like a scene from an anime that i'll never forget Mm -hmm. so again the the difference between the two presentations of this story are is stark It, it is is huge um and that's not to say that I don't think that people should read the manga. I think people should read the manga, especially if they want to know how, um, you know, the story goes, because Demon Slayer, it's not like it's coming out every year. You know, you got to wait and you got to keep waiting and you're going to keep waiting because when you have uh, a product of this quality, it takes time to make it, especially uh Well, they, they've during, already uh, released the, uh, the trailer for the next arc. Oh really? Oh no shit. Mm-hmm. When, do you know when it's coming the out? The Swordsmith arc. It's it's coming out. Uh, let me let me check really quick. It's not that far away. I think it's next year. I see. Interesting. I mean, the other thing too is that there's going to be some arcs that might be a little bit more boring than other arcs. Um, I mean, there is a there's like multiple times, um, in the manga where like you know the three boys are fucking laid up, um, and like. You know, I remember like four or five chapters of them just being laid up and like, you know, uh, also there's like internal politics within the Demon Slayer core. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's expected know, Demon- uh, 2023, but there's no there's no confirmed release date or anything. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so so well, that's I mean, if you want to wait a year to see, you know, to see the third season of Demon Slayer, be my guest. But you could also read the manga. It is $2.99 for a subscription to Shonen Jump. Uh, and if you have an iPad, if you have a Kindle, which you can easily hack so you can get um, the Google Play Store. That's or what if I got. you have, um, you know, a cell phone, you can read all of this, f- the entire series for $2.99. Come on, don't you guys have um, phones? 
Yeah, don't you guys have fun? <laughs> it doesn't take that long. Um, it's only 23 volumes. Uh, that's the other thing, too, is like Demon Slayer is over, guys. It's done. Yeah. It's been done for like two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and and um, I will let you know that it it ends, the, the at least the last chapter is garbage. Um <laughs> It's not one of the. It's not one of those like manga that end and you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like that tied everything. It was yeah, dude. Like, um, it ends and you're like, wow, that was dumb. <laughs> like, moving on. Uh, I will say the last arc is pretty fucking cool. Uh, one of the things that Demon Slayer does well is that uh, nobody's safe. You know, mm. and I like that. Um. Uh, to a degree you know but for for a lot of it like pretty much nobody is safe like and and i think that that was part of the thing that drew me in in the beginning is i like a story where uh where it hurts you know um mild spoilers for the walking dead you know if you want to like skip ahead like fucking 20 seconds uh when fucking um god i can't remember his name not dave when the when the asian guy got his fucking head bashed in um by bat guy i I was devastated i was absolutely devastated when that happened because i you know and i had read the comics so i knew that that was going to happen way before the show came out so when that season of the show came out and like people were getting all hyped for it i was like oh fuck dude people are gonna be so upset and uh (laughs) yeah they were really upset but like dude when that happened in the show in the comic it was so like he had been there the entire time you know, years of my life of reading this fucking comic book and you're just going to go out like that. You know what I mean? Like it was, Mm -hmm. it was, it hurt. So like, I really appreciate when a story is willing to do that, you know, like sometimes, sometimes characters got to go. Um, and you know, in real life that happens, like, you know, this is war and in war, there are casualties. And I think that's, uh, I think that's, that's, that's cool. You know? Like imagine, imagine how like much harder Naruto would have hit if like Naruto actually fucking died in the end, and Sasuke <laughs> had to become Hokage, you know, or something like that. Like it, that would have been fucking nuts. That would have been that would have been mind breaking, dude. Uh, but whatever. So essentially, I mean, that's that, because the anime is still coming out. Uh, that's pretty much it. But like at this point, um. Demon Slayer has generated an estimated annual annual sales revenue of one trillion yen. Jesus Christ. Uh, which is $8.75 uh, billion dollars um, and has become and is becoming one of the highest grossing media franchises of all time. So, yeah, uh, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. If you have checked it out um, and and, you know. Maybe maybe we can do like a like a Patreon, uh, you know, Demon Slayer spoilers fucking episode or something like if that. If we get but ten new yeah. patrons, then we'll <laughs> yeah. Let us. Uh, you think the anime only has three more seasons they could run out of it? Oh yeah. This is the filibuster? I mean, at least yeah. Like well, I, I literally you know, just wrote a think... script on it where it's like if you look at like the. Uh, if you look at the Entertainment District arc, nothing fucking happens in that goddamn arc, dude. I mean, it's an awesome arc to watch. It's super fun to watch, but it's four episodes. The first episode has some summary of Mugen Train for people who didn't watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it's 
three episodes of of them in the entertainment district trying to figure out uh, where the demon's coming from, and then it's seven episodes of one fight. Right. Like, that's the entire thing. You compare that to season one, which was a over twice as long, but B, there's so much character progression in that. And if they do one arc per season, which is what it looks like they're doing, because now we have the Sword uh, Smith Village arc coming up next, uh, there's only three arcs left. Right. And one of those arcs is only nine chapters in the manga. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't realize that we were that close. I, I, for some reason, I guess it was probably because I started reading it month to month or week to week. That it just seemed like it just went on and on and on yeah. and on. But yeah, so you're we, right. We have yeah. either uh, three seasons left, one per arc, or what I think is more likely, we still have three seasons left, but we'll have the Swordsmith arc. We'll have basically the, uh, I can't remember what the next arc is called, but basically the nine, the nine chapter arc mixed with the beginning or half of the final arc. And then the last final arc, the, the, la- the second half of the final arc is the last uh, season. If they were smart, they would do the last, um, the last like bit of it as a movie, mm. because the Demon Slayer movie did so fucking well. Um, in fact, I believe it's the highest grossing anime film of all time. It is, yeah. <laughs> Which is just like insane because it's like, it's just they just condensed an arc into a fucking a fucking uh, movie, yeah. A movie, yeah. So it so it's crazy, but yeah. Um, I mean, this is the this is definitely the thing to watch. This is the this is the thing to get your stupid little brother into anime, um, and you know maybe even maybe even manga. The box set is out there, so like it, it's it's easy to get all of it, which is not something you can say about a lot of manga, um, and and own all of that, and that's something you'll have forever, you know. So. I definitely I, I recommend checking it out. I like Demon Slayer quite a bit. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, it's great to watch. Um, on the list of like absolutely crazy fucking amazing stuff that's come out of Japan, I would put it relatively in the in the in the middle. <laughs> like you know, like yeah, I'd put it. It's better than it's better than Sword Art Online for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. Like it's a lot better than Sword Art Online. It is not as good as Attack on Titan. Um, it's uh like yeah, low bar is low. Yeah, it's 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 right in the middle. It's right in the middle. As far as animation though, I would say it's one of the best. So yeah. like if you're an animation nerd, Demon Slayer is right there with you. UFO Table does an amazing job with the the CGI traditional mix, and you like, it's almost impossible to uh, tell when th- that they're using CGI because of the way that they mask it so fucking well, and it, it allows for really great camera angles. Um, I mean, it's just directed so fantastically. I mean, if you were to compare it to like. Yeah, there there's a lot of animation studios that try to put the CGI in. Um, and, but they don't have any experience with directing in a 3d space. Mm-hmm. And it, like, if you look at berserk, the re the, you know, the read berserk two or whatever the fuck you want to call it, the uh, shitty one that was like, <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is that the story is not shitty. The no, story but the is CGI fucking is dope, ass. but the, the, the animation is, is rough and the directing is terrible. Like the action shots are so fucked up. Um, 
yeah, Berserk 2016, it's rough. It's rough, dude. But, like, UFO Table, they just they have that direction. It's just so good. Like, shot, cho shot choreography is so important, even in animation. It's very, very fucking important. There's nothing that I hate more than an action scene that's just, like, cut, 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 cut. Here, it's like it's like the camera's, like, rotating around the fucking characters. He's, like, charging up, and his sword light's on fucking fire, and he does, like, a triple front flip, and, like, there's this wheel of flames and, like, fucking explosions and like you know every every demon has a sad sad story <laughs> and that gets old too like that's like it's very one note but you know it does it's one note pretty fucking damn well mm -hmm. so guys that is demon slayer so tyler how was your anime week uh well i'll tell you uh i've been watching primarily just one show i've been catching up on uh overlord season four Oh, okay, dude. Me too. Yeah. Oh, really? Nice. Wow, we're yeah, watching the same a, thing. Holy fuck! It's pretty much. It's pretty much. <laughs> I I've been watching two shows. I've been watching that and uh, what the fuck is the other one called? It's called like Harem in the Labyrinth of in Another World or yeah, something. Yeah, like I knew that. it was gonna it's, be something that I was like, I don't care. <laughs> it's fucking. It's fucking garbage. Uh, it sounds but like it's garbage. Delicious. <laughs> It's delicious. It's like it's like the hottest trash. It's I mean, it's it's if uh you took what what was that one Revenge of Healer and like redo, toned it redo down. Redo Healer. Yeah, redo of Healer and like toned it down uh, a lot. So like it's like it's like uh yeah it's it's that that's pretty much that's pretty much what it is. Uh, so it's just like not as shitty. And there's no, uh, there's no rape, which is cool. So, <laughs> it's, uh, the bar Cole is fucking series, low. That series is either low quality plot anime or high budget storytelling hentai. Um, it's more the latter, uh, so far. Um, so naturally I'm downloading it because if you watch it on Crunchyroll, it's like, it's just like censors the anime. So, <laughs> fuck that. Um, but Overlord, Overlord's good. You yeah, know, you know like, it's fun. It's dumb. Uh, I, I I like the idea of a super overpowered being uh, who doesn't know what he's doing, and is just getting by because people think he's smart. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's so like the thing about Overlord. Um, also, hey Kit, what's up? Kit asks uh, which one we're talking about. We're talking about um, Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. Or we were we were talking about that. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Overlord's fun. Like Overlord is. Uh, <laughs> Kid says, "Oh yeah, that one is trash." I like how everybody's <laughs> watched it though. Um, yeah, it's better. It's better when you download it uncensored. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, Overlord. Overlord's fun. Um, each season is like a major buildup, uh, which like if you're watching it week by week which i don't do um i could see how it would be annoying and boring um but like if you're able to watch all the episodes kind of in a batch it's nice that was oh sorry great i'm yawning um <laughs> it's nice because you kind of get to see like how each episode builds on on the other one the one thing that i've missed this season uh is uh daddy butler there hasn't been a lot of daddy butler Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's only been like one scene. Yeah, um, he's great. 
but it, it is, I'm interested to see how this season ends. I mean, every time I go to Barnes and Noble, uh, like there's one shelf that's just full of the, the light novels, which actually are pretty nice quality. Like they're all hardcover and there's quite a few of them. So I'm pretty sure the anime is really far behind. And how many years has it been since season three? It's been like a hot two minute. Or three? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. So hopefully people watch this and hopefully they get season f- f- five out. Yeah. Like soon. Um, Cole says, uh, his roomie swears by the light novels. I'm, I, I don't know. Like, it doesn't necessarily seem like something that I would want to read. I don't it like I don't know. It it seems like it would kind of be almost Games of Throny or Game of Thronesy if if you were to read it because there's so many moving pieces. Like there like I remember um I had like stopped in the middle of season 3 and I was trying to figure out like where I'd stopped. Mm-hmm. Um at one point this was like years ago and I was like clicking through the episodes and was like what the fuck like what the fuck is even going on like, the, like there's like six episodes where uh fucking Ainz isn't even in the show oh yeah <laughs> you know? yeah like, like there's just- there's so many characters going on uh and Ainz Algon is two of them technically he's three of them cuz he's Ainz Algon he's Momon and then he's like the the actual like character you know like like the kid inside you know Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. basically three fucking characters. <laughs> yeah. And if you like, if you pop into the show late, like you're not going to have any fucking idea what the hell is going on. Uh, like in this season in particular, there's a lot of times where, uh, and I feel like this season in particular really highlights how much of a dunce uh, this guy, you know, the guy but inside of Einzulgown is because like he's like, he really is just kind of doing shit. Uh-huh. Um, and hoping for the best and like that's kind of one of the best parts of the show is that like he always just kind of happens into success he's really good at playing the uh the the silent wise character uh yeah. you know <laughs> by by not talking he's he's uh you know acting like he he knows what he's doing and everybody's like oh he's so smart <laughs> yeah <laughs> Kit says he's a good guy doing bad things for good reasons, leading to a better world because the world is a terrible place and his followers just think he needs to rule it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, if you haven't watched Overlord, basically the premise is is that the world's, like, biggest MMO uh, <laughs> shuts down uh, and the the guys who were there from the beginning of the, of the game um, had basically, you know, played it the entire time through and maxed out all their gear uh i guess like in world of war i don't remember it's been so long since i've played world of warcraft but it's, basically it's like everything that. it's they an had mmo was, rpg yeah everything they had was top tier they had a guild they had built their own kind of complex and then created their own like their own npcs to serve their needs and stuff like that and on the on the night that the game servers were shutting down um you know the neediest neat of all of them decided to you know pop into the game and see if you know see if his friends had come back and of course none of them really had uh except for the one i i and it's only in the first episode so i don't even remember who it is yeah but then, it, it's know, like the servers are shutting down right so they're all leaving and he's the last one to leave 
except he doesn't leave because it's anime and anime is now all isekai so of Mm -hmm. course he's trapped in the game forever but it's no longer a game it's like it's like a world world yeah and all the npcs are now you know his servants and he's like this undead lich like super duper overpowered uh this i mean this like this show came out years and years ago now at this point mm-hmm. so like at when it came out it was still kind of refre- like fresh kind but of. now it's just i feel like i'm explaining every single anime yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um wait what's written by a tax tax dodging libertarian log horizons um, feel log horizon log horizons uh it that that's a that's an old one um but yeah so so now this this super overpowered dude whose minions are also super duper overpowered like like god tier uh overpowered um is is in this new world and he's trying to figure out what it's all about while also maintaining this facade of being the the overlord of I mean, essentially, his guild was kind of, like, demonic. Like, that was the whole idea, was they were all... They were bad guys. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he's an, an undead uh, sorcerer. Yeah. He, he, well, he's a lich, right? I mean, that's uh, his whole, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, the, a greater lich or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they were role-playing bad guys. Um, and now he is stuck role-playing the bad guy, uh, kind of but also he's actually an undead now so like his feelings and stuff are kind of going away like uh what i imagine happens after you pass a certain threshold of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah it's it's just an interesting experience watching him try to because because basically what would happen is if his underlings found out that he was a moron um they could probably kill him together yes yeah uh because so he has to keep up this facade and it's very funny and uh his his underlings are so dedicated to him um yeah they all like, think that he's a, a a genius and like a mastermind schemer you know and that he already knows exactly what's gonna happen he has the entire thing planned out but he's not telling them to test them yeah it's so uh, okay so it, it's funny because uh, let me see. Let me see when Overlord came out because this may have some interesting. Uh, I mean, obviously the book came out a long time, so July two thousand fifteen. So, what's interesting is the way that his minions treat him is exactly the way that like QAnon followers treated QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> God and damn Trump it, and stuff like that. No, seriously, it's like no matter what either one of those guys did no matter what QAnon said no matter how wrong he fucking was same thing with trump like these guys would find a way around the fact that like it was just wrong and and make it into like uh, the plan there like the the whole idea behind QAnon is that there's this plan that is put into place that's going to take down the deep state and all that shit and no matter what like everything is going according to the plan like trump getting covid it was all part of the plan you know like uh, trump, yes we have like, control of the covid 
yeah or like you know like oh he's he's gonna he's gonna defeat covid and show the world that you know we don't need to wear masks and like the shutdowns don't need to happen and like all that stuff because covid's really not as bad as everybody's saying it is or there's a lot of people who believed it didn't exist there was there was a bunch of people like like (sighs) there's a faction of human beings in this country that believe that bill gates created the coronavirus and spread it through 5g cell phone towers uh so like you know (laughs) like that's kind of the that's kind of the level of like dedicated that uh ein followers are to him and because of that no matter what he does uh, as long as he just kind of keeps his mouth shut and goes along with it, it, which is exactly kind of what Trump did with QAnon, like he never said that QAnon wasn't real. Ever, he ne- like he just kind of was always like, mm, I don't know, I don't know, like maybe, I don't know, you know, or, or he would dodge the question, and that's exactly what Einzul Gohn does, and it just makes it just always works out for him. And his underlings are like, ah, so that's what you were planning all along. When really they're like geniuses, which is not mm-hmm. true about uh, QAnon people. They they are wrong about uh, everything, um, <laughs> including time travel and uh, and and Adrenochrome, um, which is which is interesting. Yeah, fake it till you make it, exactly. But yeah, season four so far is pretty good. Um, there's some crazy characters. I think that that princess is, if I remember correctly, she's fucking nuts. So I'm interested in seeing what happens with her. Yeah, she is fucking nuts. Um, I don't remember I exactly how. I just know that she is. <laughs> I think she's just one of those characters that like acts very sweet and then like would actually kind of like step on your nuts until they turned into dust. Mm-hmm. You know, that sounds for about like right. fun. And just be like, ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, like, any you watched anything else? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been watching recently. Th- that's the primary one that I'm like, I think I've caught up to it, or I'm like one episode behind on. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm watching anything else right now. I, I was gonna watch uh, fucking what was it? Um. Devil's a part-timer season two, but I only got like one or two episodes into that. Well, that's what you said when Overlord came out too, though. What? You were like, oh, I started watching Overlord and it was kind of boring, so I stopped. No, that's not right. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I watched it basically all in one sitting. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I thought you had started watching it and you were like, eh. No, no, I hadn't started. But maybe that was just Devil is a part-timer. Yeah, I think it was um, just Devil is a part-timer. Uh, yeah. Interesting. You've been, you read anything? Uh, I bought a bunch of stuff. I think I showed you. I bought the Vinland Saga. Oh, actually, that's true. I've been rewatching Vinland Saga's dub with, uh, Grant. You're still, you're still watching that? Dude, dude, listen, if I get one episode a week with him, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, man. Is he, so, so he's still, for somebody, okay, so for, Grant is so interesting because for somebody who started making content, on video games Mm -hmm. uh he has devolved backwards into like esoteric books so hard oh yeah (laughs) that like he doesn't like and not esoteric and like i'm gonna read all of hp lovecraft's strange you know strange short stories like we're talking like i mean 
this is obviously years ago, but he was reading a book written by a lesbian who is in love with dolphins. Um, you know, like, yeah, dude, <laughs> like the dolphin that level. Tribe. Yeah, I'm that pretty sure Grant and I own the only two copies of that of that book that were ever created. <laughs> and you bought that book? Oh yeah, obviously. Oh my god, it's part of Tree School lore. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so so getting grant to that was that was part of the problem that we were running into with with bonsai pop is like getting grant to just watch tv is hard mm-hmm. um it is let alone play a fucking video game i, I can that. i can get him yeah I, I can get him to watch a couple episodes like we were we uh like watch their shows together like when we eat dinner together or something and stuff but like now that grant has like a, a serious girlfriend and i'm dating somebody too we don't do that as much because we tend to have more shit going on Mm-hmm. So it it was like oh man we watched through like all five uh seasons of uh of the magicians we watched through like Seinfeld and shit together uh but now it's very like, useful for us yeah very useful. yeah but now it's like Seinfeld you, best anime yeah I mean listen if they made a Seinfeld anime we'd cover the shit out of it uh but but now it's like I it, it's hard to uh watch anything with him so if i get a couple of episodes of inland saga uh pretty good actually i think we now that i think about it, we actually finished vinland saga so we have nothing to watch right now we finished it last there week you go. but he's uh he's out of the house until wednesday so i see I'm not seeing him right well, we now, also anyway. <laughs> we also watched mermaid scar uh, yeah, with did. the patrons yesterday which was really cool um so mermaid scar is a rumic world it's uh it, well, it's an OVA of uh, Mermaid Saga, right? Well, of uh, one in, volume. Yeah, some uh, something I don't know. It, like, anyway, it was it was fucking good. Kit says the uh, the dub is better. Um, it was very difficult to get our hands on, apparently. Um, so you know, it'll be difficult for you to get your hands on. I didn't but, actually check if the the one that I had uh had a hold on. I didn't check to see. Kit says if the it, dub is on YouTube for free. That's true. But it looks like shit, doesn't it? It doesn't, like, that doesn't was, look that as was... good. Oh, uh, so I had the dub all along? I could have well, just changed do... the audio to English. Yeah, maybe we could do a rewatch with the dub. But it, it was good. It was good. This was a this was a um an OVA that uh Kit and Bronte had been asking us to do for a long time. Uh and, and we did it, and it really it like for something called I, I think because we're westerners mm-hmm. whenever you throw mermaid into something it immediately gives you that like pink toys r us like image in your head uh this was not that no no it was not <laughs> lots of lots of kid with gun um was was I, that's what i would call this lots of kid with gun uh the the anime. it was it was good um a lot of a lot of people trying to murder a child uh a lot of uh child also trying to murder people um i would say it's probably like out of out of everything that i've seen from rumiko takahashi obviously uh mangaka of inuyasha urusei yatsua um maizani koku like this was kind of her most badass it was pretty uh, fucking it, it was out there for her you know it, it was metal dude it was fucking metal man um so that, that was really cool uh i enjoyed that quite a bit um 
but yeah uh you said you you picked up manga were you actually reading it uh not yet (laughs) (laughs) okay uh but yeah i have i I picked up um i picked up the the omnibus the first omnibus for vinland saga because i've already read it but i wanted it uh because i expect when season two comes out we'll do another uh episode or at least i'll want to probably and that comes out i think next year so that's that's fairly soon um, Have we figured out where it's going to be coming out on yet? No. Okay. Uh, but wherever it is, we'll we'll be able to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we'll we'll have to either way. Yeah. Well, I, I just um, mean like part of our job is to have access to everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, true. I, I speaking of which, we never did that uh sponsorship with fucking um high dive. What was it? High Dive, yeah. Yeah. I should probably get back in contact with them at some point. Yeah, totally. Um, um but yeah. I, so I, I also saga. got a Witch Hat Atelier, uh, the second uh, volume for it, because I have the first volume for free on Kindle. Okay. Uh, I've heard really, really good things about that from a lot of different like people, so I want to get into that. Uh, is that do you know if that's connected to like the overarching Atelier series, or is this just a... Uh... I don't just really know anything about it. Okay, so well, I know that there's a there's a video game series of Atelier that's like it's like an RPG. Uh, I don't know anything else other than that okay, <laughs> that well. it's an RPG and it's storied as fuck. Um, and I know that like it's big enough that I think either some characters or at least a bunch of outfits from it were added into dead or alive six. Oh wow um, so yeah it's like it's like a big deal to people who are in that weird obscure community um so i i don't fucking know anyway let me uh when when you do get around to reading it let it let us know how it is because i don't know anything about that shit yeah i want to read um, it because I, I i know uh it has a pretty decent following. I don't remember if it's getting... I think it's getting an anime adaptation. I think that was announced like a month ago. Does it not already have one? No. Interesting. Uh, hold on. Which hat Atelier anime uh, reveals anime adaptation plans April 5th, 2022. Yeah, so it doesn't have one, but the it got uh, announced that they were going to make one in April. Interesting. There's got to be like 18 similar sounding anime then, because I swear to God, I've seen something like that on Crunchyroll at least. <laughs> uh, but I might have just been, I don't know, not paying attention. Um, for me, I uh, obviously, uh, so Cross Game is our next video, period. Uh, that's what we're doing. Um, I'm finally, finally finishing the script. I've been working on it every day. We're up to it's a long like one. 13. <laughs> We're up to 13 pages now, um, so it's probably going to end up being our longest video on our least known manga that we've ever covered. <laughs> I mean, don't get me like so. Don't get me wrong. Cross Game is not like a. It's not like a uh, an obscure manga, but it's not anything like we've never covered Adachi before. Um, 
and I don't really know anybody who has. Like, if you look up, if you look up, well, first of all, don't look up cross game unless you're reading it because you're going to get spoiled. Like, the early part of it has, like, a, the early five chapters of the manga um, determine the storyline of the rest of the, the series. So, like, if you look anything up about it, you're going to get fucking spoiled right yeah, away. Yeah, important I just recommend happen. reading it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, it's it's only like really like low, 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 low sub, super obscure Anitubers who have talked about it because it's like their favorite fucking manga of all time. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're like nobody like even fucking close to known has talked about it as far as I'm aware. Maybe Glass Reflection did a video on it like 12 years ago but (laughs) still like i don't know um so it's gonna be interesting this this baseball manga yeah it'll be interesting to see how it how it does um it's an important video to me uh it's kind of allowed me to uh get out like a lot of a lot of shit um and talk kind of just about like how this year is gone really um, and kind of put it into perspective as like between like our releases on YouTube and like what working has been like and just kind of like going through that and tying it into cross game and the experience with it and the experience with the video. So it's a video about the manga. It's a video about the experience of the manga. It's a video about my experience with the manga and my experience creating the video so Mm -hmm. it's a very like it's a very wide um it 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 can't be copied (laughs) like (laughs) at least that um but yeah so uh it i'm excited about it i think i think people are gonna like it and i think even if it doesn't do well it'll bring in um some patrons which is you know that's really what we look for whenever we put out videos anyway um views don't really mean shit what really matters is you know the more the the more people who come in and join the patreon because you know they watch the video and they're like this is good stuff and i want to see more Mm -hmm. good stuff um so anyway uh besides that um which again i'm like rereading cross game for like the eighth time now because i've been working on this video for six months (laughs) um i've also been reading sailor moon for the first time Um, I was able to pick up the entirety of the, what is it? Like the elegant collection or something. And it's the third edition, uh, like the collector's edition of sailor moon. Yeah. Um, and it's a little slow, like it's, it's interesting. Um, so I mean, I've, I've watched sailor moon like 25 times, so I basically know it's going to happen, but, uh, the manga, how do I so one thing that the show does that the manga doesn't do is show the attacks so like in the manga they're just kind of like you know they're like Mars fire and then it's but it's just like Sailor Mars like striking a pose you know it's not like it shows the fireball like going out like the the anime does a really good job of like making the fights more exciting whereas the manga not so much Um, but like, there are a lot of things, uh, in fact, I just posted on Twitter maybe last night or today, uh, a picture I took of one of the panels in Sailor Moon where 
Chibi Moon has a fucking Glock, <laughs> like, in Sailor Moon's fucking uh, face. Oh, yeah, it's real funny. And that definitely was not in the manga. And, like, that's just how, uh, like, Little not, Usagi not was fucking... It's not in the anime, no. This is in the fucking manga. Like, well, this you, is just you how said she's... that was definitely not in the manga. That, that's all. Oh, no, it definitely wasn't in the anime. Um, and that's just... That's how she's introduced. So at the end that's of so the second volume, Chibi Moon comes out of the sky, like, lands on fucking Sailor Moon's neck, uh, and then all of a sudden just, like, has an actual fucking Glock, like, point... Like, pressed into her forehead <laughs> she's like i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> so uh i love i love kid with gun um that's always in media okay like that's always not in real life like don't give kid don't give there you go. guns I, to uh, kids i yeah. uploaded the picture um but like it's always funny in media because i mean dude like the amount of censorship that we dealt with in America in in the 90s specifically, especially when it came to children's content and guns, mm-hmm. was insane. Like, the, the, like, Pokemon, for instance, was so fucking censored because, like, uh, like, like, there were, like, Team Rocket, like, held something up with, like, a gun at one point, or, like, somebody pointed a gun, like, a get-off-my-yard kind of joke, I don't fucking know, but, like, it was complete, like, that episode, the whole episode was banned, um, anyway, uh, so, yeah, the image has been posted in the Discord, I, it's fucking hilarious, um, besides that, I also read No Longer Human by Junji Ito, which was probably like i've read a lot of junji ito stuff at this point um no longer human is fucked uh the edition that i got is gorgeous it's hardcover like most of his stuff but it also has a has a sleeve jacket which is nice um and it's like i mean how do you how do you how do you explain that that fucking story so no longer human is a an autobiography and a suicide note of a Japanese author slash manga artist that died in uh, 1948. He was kind of like, he was kind of famous, not famous. Mm. Um, and his life was just fucking debauchery. Uh, like, and, and, it's a fucked up book. Like I sat, I, I sat down. And it's thick too. I sat down and I was like, you know, I'll read some of this before bed. I ended up reading the entire thing and I was like, wow, like this is fucking nuts. So, um, if you're looking for something to read and you're looking for something co- like really nice to to put on the shelf, I highly recommend Junji Ito's version because uh, this is just his version of it. There, there's been many other adaptations of this. Uh, you know semi-autobiographical uh suicide note um called no longer human but uh junji ito's no longer human is really good the other thing that i started reading um is uh (laughs) i was like i was again i was just in barnes and noble Mm -hmm. and like when i'm there i'll either like pick up stuff that you know is uh just the addition to the collection like right now i'm picking up uh all of the viz collector's editions of um fist and north stars they're coming out 
but this this one caught my eye uh, probably because it was wrapped. Like if if I know I know if something's in Barnes and Nobles and it's wrapped, I'm gonna like it. Uh, so uh, it was <laughs> called Devil code. Ecstasy. Yeah, it's it's called Devil Ecstasy, and it looked like it was it was drawn by um, fuck uh, Devil Man guy. It looked it, oh, it, it, had, uh, it had Devil Man vibes. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Either. Um, yeah, and uh, I was like, "All right, I'll just pick that up." It was thick, you know. I figured I'd get a good amount out of it, and it is a story. Yeah, going to guy. It was a. It is a story about a boy who was sexually assaulted by his female cousin, um, when they were kids, and now he's afraid of tits. <laughs> <laughs> and especially big tits um so he goes out on a double date with his friend and it goes horribly the girls are like don't fucking ask us out again so him and his friend leave the bar and they're like let's go crazy tonight and his friend is like oh hey look a new brothel and like this brothel is like on, on, on the front of the brothel is this giant fucking demon woman statue with like a big fucking bush and her like tits are out and the main character is like oh i don't know about that jimmy like oh it's, it's kind of scary um and uh so they end up going in and it turns out that this brothel is run it's, it's a it's a succubus feeding ground right okay um and the 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 main character like you're allowed to like pick your girl um and the main character like choose you your know, character this one girl <laughs> Yeah, and so he goes in, and she's got really tiny boobies, and, like, for the first time in his life, he's like, oh, my God, I'm not scared of these boobs. Like, this is amazing. Like, she's so pretty. She's so beautiful. But because she's a succubus, all the other succubi are like, you're a piece of shit because you got tiny little boobs. Like, nobody's ever going to fucking... You're never going to be able to, like, feed and, like, make new succubi. Um, so when he calls her beautiful, she's like, oh, my God, like, this is... What a what a nice guy. Nobody's ever called me beautiful before. You need to get out of here, like, right now. Um, <laughs> so he runs out, and then, like, his friend dies, and the story goes on from there. It's trash... Uh, but it's actually like not as trashy as I thought it was gonna be. It does and sound like not, trash, though. <laughs> it's not. It's not hentai. Um, it's it's it and it, it's it's less trash than harem in the labyrinth of another world. <laughs> but uh, it was good enough that um, and it's only two volumes, so it was good enough that I went online. And I I picked up volume two, so I haven't read that yet. Um. But that one was also wrapped, uh, which means it's going to be good. So that's, I mean, that's it for me on, on my anime week. I think I don't believe I've watched anything else. Right, well, that, that's else. a good amount. Should we get into video games and. Yeah, let's get into video games, but like mostly stick to um, what, what we've played. We'll talk about the state of play and everything like that next week because that just happened. Okay. So, so like like we said earlier in the podcast, we had to skip a couple days. So there's been a couple days between this discussion and the discussion we had about Demon Slayer. Right. Um, but yeah, what do you what have you been playing? I've started playing uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. <laughs> oh, 
god. What? <laughs> isn't that like a isn't that like a three-year-old game? Four-year-old game? I mean, yeah. On the like PS4? I mean I'm playing it on PS5. That got like middling reviews. Wasn't it like not isn't it like just not a good game? Oh no, people love it. Really? Yeah. It reviewed really, really well. Let me see, let me let me look this up. If I'm, if I'm thinking about the same, it, it, it's almost like a uh, like a D and D style game. Like you have a party. Oh, is it? It's turn based combat. There's different classes, and you can you know control like a, a magic user, like a battle mage, or or like you know a witchcraft uh, person, or uh, like a fighter, like or a... rogue, or you know. Yeah, it looks like it looks like um, Baldur's Gate, uh, Dark Alliance. Actually, now that I'm looking at yeah, it, yeah, with it's, a little bit more very of like MMO kind of fucking style to it. Yeah, interesting. Okay, it was not what I was thinking about. Okay, yeah, I, I was don't know say, what I was the, thinking uh, about. Both the Divinity Original Sin games have reviewed extremely well. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. people really like them, and and they're really fun to play co-op with. Uh, somebody because you can play two people at once and you each control two characters. Uh, so that can be like a really fun thing to play with like a partner or something like that. So that's what I'm doing. Interesting. That's so strange. What the fuck did I think that it was? Th- the Order? I don't I don't remember. Like there is there's some game that came out for PS4 that was supposed to be like a big online multiplayer game that like that was just like fucking dog shit and i don't remember what the fuck it was it wasn't fantasy it was more like it was more like noiri mm. uh but i can't i just i can't remember what the fuck it was at at this point so you've been playing that you like it yeah yeah i mean i i played the original one uh like a couple times now and i really liked it so i'm i'm going through the second one and the second one's definitely better like the graphics are nicer they they definitely streamlined uh some of like the leveling to make it easier and not as obtuse Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just feels good. You know, it's a fun game. Nice. They, they added like some really fun mechanics. Like, for example, if you're if you're playing with like an archer or uh, anybody who uses magic and you are at a higher level than somebody else, you now get like bonus damage because you have the high ground. OK, yeah, that's cool. that sort of stuff's really fun. They, they added like a bunch of new like classes and a bunch of new like abilities, depending on what class you pick. So there's now like a uh, there's basically like an anamorph class. That you can pick, where you, like, all of your shit is, like, different attacks from different animals, so you can, like, have, like, pincer attack with, with, like, actual, like, claws, or you can have, like, I don't know, I think there's, like, a chicken one, there's, like, a chameleon ability where you can turn invisible, stuff like that. So was it, like, a druid mancer or something I don't remember the actual name, I could look it up. Uh, Interesting. Divinity. But basically, it's a really fun game to play with somebody, especially if, like... Like, you, you and I, we play a good amount of video games. Let's say we're pretty decent at video games, right? Uh, yeah. But if you like playing... But if you want to play video games with somebody who, like, isn't going to play a shooter with you or something like that, this is a really good game because it's turn-based. You don't need any, like, you know... Uh, you, you don't need to be fast with your fingers or anything. It's just thinking and then inputting the buttons when you when you decide what you want to do. Yeah, so you can kind of play it with like, anybody. So anybody who likes like D and D or something like that, this is like a a D and D simulator almost, but with slightly okay. different rules. Nice, yeah, because like it's hard. It's hard to if somebody doesn't really like play video games. It's hard to pick a video game. Like Mario Party is always a good one, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like 
you know, like Donkey Kong, probably not the best pick for like a new player because, you know, just the idea of holding down the run button and jumping at the same time, I've watched that be difficult for people. Mm -hmm. So like watching them slowly walk through the level, like, and just makes you want to smash your face into the desk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Like you just can't help it. Cause you're like, Oh my God, it's going so fucking slow. Um, but yeah, that's that sounds that sounds like a, a, a pretty pretty decent recommendation. Ha, have you played anything else? Uh, I okay. So we, I I can't really talk about it without talking about what happened in the Nintendo Direct. What do you mean? Well, I started playing a game because I saw a game in the Nintendo Direct, and I wanted to play. I wanted to replay a game because of it. <laughs> so what did you replay? I replayed, uh, or I started replaying Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh my god! <laughs> Haven't you already beaten that like two so times? So many times. <laughs> Jesus, I'm actually gonna pick up the new Fire Emblem. Same. Um, it, that one actually looks like it might be good. Um, and, and but uh, uh yeah, it, 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 there's one other game I'm not playing it yet. I'm gonna wait for it to come out on Switch, but then I'm gonna play it. Uh, because Tunic is gonna come out on Switch, and I've been waiting for that game to come out on Switch for months. You're gonna play it on Switch? Yes. I don't understand you people. What Devin De- like Devin does the same thing. She's like, "Ooh, blah blah blah, it's coming to Switch. I can't wait to play it." Uh, what was it? Uh, the, uh, the the other one that's coming out on Switch. Um, fucking uh, the the tale of it takes two. She's like, "It takes two is coming out on Switch." I'm like, "Great." So it's it takes two, but just looks like shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? like? Like I was looking at. Uh, I'm using my was, Switch was, a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I'm going like between like my place and in my partner's place, like for when I sleep over there. Devin uh, has a Steam Deck. Well, I, I can't help her, but I, I, I have a, <laughs> a good reason to want it. <laughs> like, I, like, so I just people want to play I, in the like, park without buying a Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I just, like, um, the one you were talking about with the fox mm-hmm. uh, tunic, yeah. Like, if, like, I, when I was watching the Nintendo Direct, um, and I saw the footage that they were showing of tunic, I was just like, Oh my god, ew. <laughs> like it like cuz cuz that game is like it is a beautiful 4K 60 FPS game. And on Switch it's going to be like you know it's going to be 30 you know FPS. You're making me maybe I'll buy it on like, PS5 instead. <laughs> you're making me feel bad. Buy it on PS5, dude. It's going to look like <laughs> fucking dog shit. I'm so fucking sick of the Nintendo Switch, and I'll tell you why. Uh so I I finally uh, finished Xenoblade 3 like a, a while ago, um, and it was a great game. Uh, it, like, Dunkey memed on it really hard, and he was totally valid in all of his fucking points. Uh, but, like, the thing that Dunkey doesn't talk about is, like, the actual, like, the story, really, you know? Mm. Like, he, he memes on the stupid shit in the game. There's lots of stupid shit in the game, yes. Uh, the characters are going to say the same shit over and fucking over again and it will get to the point where you're just like oh okay well you know like uh fucking uh you know i'm the girl with the gall i'm the girl with the gall i'm the girl with the gall. that's a rare doodah right there that's a rare doodah right there you know uh <laughs> just like it's just over and oh but I don't, in my experience, it didn't detract from what was overall, like, a really, really fucking excellent game, and, um, a really excellent, uh, kind of cap on that trilogy, I would say, uh, but 
it's also a huge game like fucking it is so big and you control six characters at a time uh Hmm. and like it just really i mean they did everything that they could possibly do with the limitations of of the nintendo switch and it's a fucking shame it is a goddamn shame that xenoblade is stuck on nintendo because the console at this point is not doing the game justice Mm. i mean and that's the thing is like the console never did the game justice except for xenoblade chronicles x on the wii u which nobody played because nobody had a wii u uh except for me and like five other people but like (laughs) like xenoblade chronicles x was gorgeous like the draw distance was really good and the draw distance on xenoblade chronicles 3 is really good but like it's just the switch makes shit look so fucking grainy and chunky and like it just it's it it it, the potential with with the xenoblade series and with the upcoming Zelda game, which it like I'm really concerned about, honestly, to to be honest with you, I don't know when the last time you guys played Breath of the Wild was, but like it's been a minute. It doesn't. It's not an incredibly smooth experience, mm. you know. Like there are parts in that game where you get some pretty significant slowdown. Um, you know, if you're playing handheld, fucking forget it. Uh, like. I know that they've they've had a long time to really master the system, so I know that they're going to pull out every single stop that they possibly can. Um, and and there are games that still look great on the Switch. I mean, it, like the Switch is a a great emulator for classic video games. Oh, totally. It's great for uh, for for playing your two D fighter games. Um, you know, anything like that, anything that ever came out on Neo Geo. I mean, Dude, the, like, the I, Switch I can't is a fucking wait to play uh, 1080 snowboarding. Yeah, that'll be that's interesting. And that's, I mean, that's another. So, so, you know, I made a prediction that I think next year is going to be the last year for the Switch. And I think that because uh, we're seeing a lot of um, uh, cycles coming to a close, you know what I mean? The, We're seeing the a Switch ton of massive with... games that came out the first year coming out now. Yeah, sequels. Yeah, we're we're getting we're getting into sequel land and finally getting Pikmin. I also noticed that they didn't talk about Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking th- four. You know, like like they've really kind of they've really kind of dropped that. Um which is kind of giving me launch vibes for, uh, you know, whatever they're coming out with next. But, like, seriously, fucking... I really think that Zelda is going to show people that, like, the Switch is underpowered as fuck, dude. You know, like, I mean, Donkey, again, he put out another video uh, yesterday comparing the Nintendo Direct to the PlayStation fucking... That was pretty funny. <laughs> It was really funny, because uh, yeah, at this point, like all the all Nintendo can really handle is N- Nintendo IP games, which do look good. I mean, Kirby looked gorgeous, um, but it's Kirby. It's small. It's mm-hmm. contained. It's a level based thing. You know, like the, like when you have when you put the new Yakuza games that we're not going to talk about up against anything 
on the Switch at all. It just makes, like, the fact that Bayonetta 3 has got to be on the fucking Switch sucks. It's just, it looks like ass. <laughs> like, it <laughs> looks like... When did the Switch come out? 2016? 2018? Uh, it's been like, it's been like six, seven years, dude. Like, when did the Switch come out? It's been a long time, dude. Uh, 2017. 2017, and it was underpowered then. Yeah. It, it like it it can, it can it can almost match the Wii U, which was underpowered when it came out. I'm excited um, for and, you know four years down the line when Elden Ring is on the the Switch U. <laughs> the Switch U. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah, and then and and that's the other thing is like you know what is Nintendo gonna do next? Like they they have to be. I, I don't know I don't know what their plan still like, using I don't my launch pretend switch. to know what their plan I, is. I am also still using the switch that uh came out day one. <laughs> I I still own my like pre order day one switch, uh, but I do have a OLED, which I at this point like get a fucking OLED. Like especially with the new Pokemon one coming out, dude. Oh my god. Bro, I'm not gonna get seen? I'm not gonna get a new fucking switch if you think that they're gonna make a new console next year. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm just well if you I'm just saying if you're using your switch a lot, like at this point, if you're still running uh an early switch, like they have done some minor power upgrades. Like I you know and I like I couldn't even imagine playing any of the newer games on an older Switch. They're going to run, like, poopy-doopy unless it's docked. Um, well, I, anyway, I, I typically so, play docked unless I'm, you know, elsewhere. Yeah. But uh, speaking of new games, I picked up Splatoon 2. Um, some Three. people know that I have, I have... Or Splatoon 3, sorry. Uh, some people know that I have quite a history with Splatoon. Um, and... So, so this was a, it was a weird choice for me, but I knew that Devin was going to be playing. So I figured, you know, it would be something for us to do together. Um, so when Splatoon one came out, which I'm pretty sure was 10 years ago, something like that, <laughs> nine years ago. Uh, let me, let me check this real quick. Splatoon one came out uh may 28th 2015 so it's been seven years all right so it hasn't been it it wasn't that bad um but you know seven years is a long time seven years is enough time for a child to be born and then have splatoon 3 be their first splatoon game uh so it's it's uh it's changed splatoon the community has changed because back when splatoon first came out um it was on the wii u Mm. and it was and again the wii u was a very close-knit small community you know like like there was what only like 12 million of them sold a very low yeah number Mm -hmm. like one of the worst selling consoles of all time Mm, yeah eventually it's gonna be worth a fucking arm and a leg (laughs) <laughs> still got it still works. i'm sure you do uh, yeah um but uh fucking so so we uh you know the the splatoon was it was insular it was nice it was fun uh, i was a, it was an incredibly unique game that like people like other people were actually kind of jealous about but weren't gonna shell out the money to buy a fucking wii u uh when everybody knew that the console was dead yeah um yeah i know you're talking to me 
yeah so so we uh you know we were really really into it um we got a, you know we were we were playing you know semi-professionally we had a team we would do competitions um and it like it, we were really really serious about it you know we got up to s plus and everything like that splatoon 2 came out um and I think at that point I just I'd played so much Splatoon and like Splatoon really brings out like toxic gamer in me. Um the the toxic gamer that lives in all of us where I just say awful things uh, in the privacy of my house uh at you know probably children I'm playing with <laughs> like not on a voice chat just like it out of just being like oh, fucking motherfucker piece of shit fucking murder you you know like <laughs> like that kind of garbage um and i was like you know what i just don't need that in my life i'm working a lot right now um the controls don't feel the same like splatoon 1 used the wii u gamepad so and the sensor was in the middle of the gamepad uh now that you're using the you know nintendo switch pro controller it's kind of like more like the right side depending on how you move that is is how the how the character aims and stuff like that and the like what a lot of people don't understand about splatoon is that it is i would say probably the most high intensity shooter that you will find on a console specifically because of the motion controls they work like a mouse so you can get that very 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 fast very accurate uh kind of aiming down um, like you would be able to do on a PC, but on a console. So, it, and it, Omni says I couldn't do the motion controls. A lot of people, uh, it takes practice. You know what I mean? Like it, it takes, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but once you got it down, um, the game speeds up to like an almost intolerable level, like, like to, to like an exercise fucking level, you know, it's a whole body game. Um, so yeah, uh, Splatoon 3, been playing that quite a bit. Um, I'm not taking it very seriously, though I did 100% the story campaign, which was pretty much fine until the last level. I uh, just want to take this time to say fuck Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> I, this is the second time that I have been fucking bamboozled by a baby game. Um, <laughs> the first time was on the Wii U with Nintendo 3D, uh, sorry, uh, Super Mario 3D world so that game was a lot of fun um that was the one i mean they put it out for the switch so if you have a switch you probably you know own it or you know at least know about it but like that game i enjoyed it immensely i was 100%ing it as i went i unlocked the bonus world uh and then so a world has a set of levels in it and then i unlocked the second bonus world um and then i unlocked the last fucking level which is torture it's it was a torture fucking hellscape of a goddamn level look it up look up you know uh mario 3d world secret level like last level something like that and watched some motherfucker play through that shit like i i gave up on 100 ing it i could not beat that level i i bled through my 99 lives or whatever that i had connected like i just could not fucking do it uh i didn't have the patience um splatoon 3's last level is just as bad i would say like by the by wow, the really? time that i 
yeah by the time in in splatoon one player is horrible uh like i hate it it's not fun um but it's easy you know like that's that's the one thing it's it, the reason that i hate it is because you have to play it in order to unlock certain gear and stuff like that that isn't even like that important but even it's still whatever so but the last level is is agonizing agonizing dude <laughs> like by the time i beat it i was fucking like pulling my hair out i was like this fuck, i was like i was like so fucking so fucking mad dude um yeah the the hateful ocd tormented hardcore that's really what it is it's 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 an obsessive compulsive need to like complete things um uh i was able to let go with mario 3d world but i wasn't gonna let uh baby baby game fucking splatoon 3 beat me yeah i, I do uh, so, remember those levels in in 3d mario world being like the the star level right that's what you're talking about um i don't even know what it was it, like you they, had they to like collect extra, like you had to collect all of the coins and then you unlocked a secret world that was in the shape of a star and those levels were impossible that's just that's just super mario world oh so what I'm talking about is Super Mario 3D World. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, so this was like, so Star Road. You were talking about Star Road. So think like Star Road after Star Road, and then the secret final level after that. Jeez. Is what is what was on 3D World. It was it was a fucking nightmare dude like <laughs> uh but anyway so yeah splatoon 3 has been a lot of fun um it's been fun like reconnecting with my old friends uh who play and uh they're like dude some of them some of them never stopped you know like splatoon is uh, oh that's what that's what i was trying to get to splatoon is a is a very fucking strange community um like i don't think i've ever personally met um other gamers i hate that word uh, who like <laughs> gamers i'm a gamer i've gotten quite so obsessed mm. with with something like that i mean i know that i know that there's people out there, and it's probably just because i'm not like anywhere near like league of legends communities or starcraft Wait, or, which is good. or anything like yeah, that just yeah in general <laughs> but i mean for instance like you know me and Devin, we know somebody who a year into the after a year after the launch of Splatoon 2 um had put enough hours into the game where if you divided it by 365 uh they had played Splatoon 2 for somewhere between 16 to 19 hours a day and that's terrifying every day yeah like it's that's yeah I was like, that's fucking insane. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, cough, like, Monster it, Hunter, cough, cough. I've, yeah, I don't think you've played Monster Hunter for 16 hours a day every day for 365 days and then continued. You know what I mean? Like, that's a mm-hmm. new level of like, oh my God, bro. You know? Uh, and that's because with Splatoon, like, I, like there is a there is a real like crack atmosphere to Splatoon where it's like, uh, 
boom, you're in, boom, the battle takes three minutes, boom, you're out, boom, you're back in again. It's just go, 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 go. And the music is just, you know, you know, and there's so many fucking colors and like you're whipping your arms around trying to get people to fucking like, you know, burn it around. And then, yeah, you have the art community that's attached to it. There's so many artists. There's so, and then, and then you start getting into the darker the darker sides of Splatoon where were people, you know, Devin, like how she became an artist was doing Splatoon art and like, you know, and like, or became like more of a popular artist was doing Splatoon art. And she would get like these people like asking her to draw like pregnant fucking squids, like shooting breast milk into the vagina of other squids, you know, like, uh, <laughs> it's, like it's fucking insane, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously she didn't take those commissions, but like, you know, and the first thing that I noticed when I put in Splatoon 3, because uh, one of the things you're able to do in Splatoon is you're able to create like little pictures. You can draw like little art uh, and it'll it'll show up like next to your name um, in the hub city. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking, um, I just noticed that there was a lot of furries. And when I say a lot of furries, I mean like every single fucking art post was somebody's fursona. And I didn't really ever put together that like Splatoon would kind of, I didn't put together how fucking furry friendly it is, mm. but it kind of like, makes sense though. If, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. but it wasn't like that on the Wii U. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause it was a more insular community. I don't think a lot of furries were out, you know, buying Wii U's. Yeah. Right. Uh, but now that the switch is like one of the best selling consoles, um, yeah, there's a there's a huge furry element um, in Splatoon three, and also I mean the thing is it's been seven years. You get it, it, like it's a newer ge- it's another generation um, that's picking up these games, and yeah, it turns out I guess they're all fucking furries. So that's that's that. And you know what? Like I like I know that I, I'm sounding really negative. I'm fine with furries. Uh, like we 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 are we have been openly fine with furries for years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the whole furry idea. Uh, I just get tired of it quickly. <laughs> like, I think is more what it is. It's like, it's like, um, and, like and it would just, be like I'm that with kind of done. <laughs> just like, just like, I just, okay. So like anybody who's too much about anything is fucking annoying to me. Right. So right. like, like, uh, straight dudes who talk about how fucking straight they are annoy the shit out of me it's like bro i get it you're gay you know (laughs) (laughs) uh but but again but again it's like the same it's the same thing with like you know gay dudes who just never shut the fuck up about how gay they are um it's just like i don't care you know what i mean like i just want to hang out with you as a person you don't need to shove like your 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 uh, i don't know what it is like it's like the one thing that you identify yourself as at me all the fucking time um and i feel like uh it, furries do that quite a bit they're like but i'm i'm a furry though i'm a furry i love fucking furries i live for soda fur 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 like i'm like okay bro do you like anything else <laughs> they're like air's good uh, you know breathing <laughs> like, i'm like okay fuck yeah so anyway so it's just uh, like again and the same thing with weebs like 
If you like anime, that's great. If you like telling people how much of a weeb you are 24-7 all the time, that's cringe. And I like I know that I'm like the last person in the fucking world to believe that cringe is not dead. But I don't think that cringe is dead, Tyler. I don't think cringe is dead. I don't see how something that is a natural reaction can die. Mm. But keep people people keep telling me that cringe is dead. I still I still cringe at things. I still cringe, okay? And and at the 25th time that somebody has told me how much of a fucking giant weeb they are, I I start to I start to cringe, you know? And then if they're like I'm a weeb, I'm a weeb, I'm a weeb, I'm a weeb, I'm a weeb. I love my body pillow. Oh, taco, a taco, a taco. Oh, fucking look at that mech. Mech's giving me a fucking boner. I start to cringe into another dimension. Okay? Like god damn it. Rant over. <laughs> do you have anything to add <laughs> i don't think i need to say anything <laughs> <laughs> a little a little a little fucking I, I i would appreciate i would appreciate a little bit of uh what, what's the word um uh not understanding but commis- commiseration tyler tell me that i'm not fucking wrong on this i, Please I mean you're tell not, me wrong. I'm not wrong you're thank good. you that's all i need to don't hear. worry <laughs> okay united front here at bonsai pop <laughs> Cringe is not dead. Cringe is, Cringe not, is not dead. dead. There are still things that people tell me. T- tell me. Tell me that fucking lady who's screaming at a fucking employee uh, at a cash register for wearing a mask is not cringe. Tell me that is not cringe. It's okay? pretty fucking cringe. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me somebody yelling at at the their fucking waiter that like their food is like you know just a, just a little bit like not you know it's it's warm it's not hot. You know, isn't isn't fucking cringe? Cringe is dead is an in purpose action. Do you mean on purpose or should die at least? Cringe is dead should die. Cringe is dead should die. Is that is that what you're, I believe that too? <laughs> I hope that's what you're saying. Yeah, bring back the acceptance of cringe. <laughs> no, I, I I get I get I get the idea behind. Uh, cringe is dead basically the idea is that people should be able to do whatever they want cringe for the sake of cringe should die uh the the idea is that people should be able to do what they want to do without other people being like uh right Mm -hmm. and to a certain degree i believe that um but to a certain degree there are some things that are just like it's like bro like come on dude you know like I think it's pretty cringe to to pull your dick out at a movie theater and like put it on somebody's shoulder, you know what I mean? And that's illegal. That ain't that you know that's not gonna die. Like there are certain things that are cringe that should that should continue to be cringe and people should continue to cringe at them. <laughs> but if you're cringing at people because they're trans, well that's different. You know what I mean? It's not cringe to be trans. No. Yeah. You know? So I think that, like, I, you know, I think if that's why people are trying to, to, to kill cringe, then I think that, you know, even associating something like that with cringe is is the wrong way to go about it anyway. You know, be you, live your best life. Um, it is cringe to be anti-trans, see? So cringe can't die, because then, then, you know, then it wouldn't be cringe to be anti-trans. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, right? Like the like people people just run around waving their cringes dead flags uh, while doing a Naruto run, um, but it, it's definitely a more <laughs> it's definitely a more complicated <laughs> fucking matter than that. 
Uh, and that's how we are going to end the Bonsai Podcast. Hell yeah. Guys, if you would like to listen to more cringe like this, <laughs> uh, I highly recommend checking out our Patreon. I know that we said that we would do something if we got enough patrons. Uh, I, don't I don't remember, remember exactly what it was. Uh, I remember but, one uh, of them yeah. was the Trigun episode that has lost the time. Uh, you were yes, going that's to what it was. listen to my podcast or my section of it and then re-record yours to match it. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. So yeah, so if we get 10 new patrons from this from this podcast, uh, we I will go through the pain of doing that. Um, uh, another thing that I'm thinking about doing, which... But, but uh, you have to specifically message us and tell us that you came from this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other thing that I've been thinking about doing for October, allegedly thinking about allegedly doing in it for october is um putting out some uh vampire hunter d audiobooks um for the patrons uh but that would be alleged because i'm pretty sure if i actually did that it might not be within legal restrictions yeah it probably is copyright um, so th- i'm not wink gonna wink do that wink um but if that's something that you are interested in the concept of, maybe check out the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to uh, the ever-evolving and continually getting better Bonsai Podcast. And uh, I'm Mike. That's that's Tyler. Tyler, say you're Tyler. Hi, I'm Tyler. I mean, goodbye. And, I'm Tyler. Uh, have a good one. Bye. Boy.